All right, we're good and ready to go. Let's be in. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to this week's episode of Benny and Booth Podcast. On this week's episode, we've got Week 18 NFL, NFL Week 18 recap. We've got College Football Playoff National Championship Game recap, which, to be honest, it's not even much to recap. And MLB Weekly News Update. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the podcast. Let's get right into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 62 of the Benny in the Booth podcast. Thank you so much for the support to this point. I very much do appreciate it. Um, once again, if case you were not aware, uh, this is my last notice I'll make about it because it is one-week notice. Next week, there will not be an episode at all. I'm going to be in L.A. on a midwinter break trip, uh, checking out certain sports venues and haven't been in LA in a while, so it'll be a nice trip. I am hoping to do a vlog of that trip, so I'm hoping to have something out of that week. I am also considering, and I want you guys to let me know in the comments or live chat, I'm considering doing a uh, live play-by-play for one of the NFL playoff games. Not this weekend, because this weekend I'm going to be getting ready to go to LA. But from when I come back from LA the following weekend, so it would be in the divisional round. I don't know what the games are going to be for sure and what the schedule is going to be, but it will either most likely it's either going to be a Saturday night or it's going to be a Sunday game. I might do Sunday just because that will probably be easier. Um, but either way, let me know. I'm very I'm open to doing it, and I think it would be nice to do. Uh, I do want to do more live play-by-play for games for the channel. Uh I've done one with during MLB postseason. Uh, just let me know. I'm open to doing it. Uh, I don't have a specific one if AFC or NFC or what specific matchup. Uh, plus, we don't even know the matchups yet anyways. Um, so, yeah, that's a final note on that. I I will also say with NFL playoffs, I'm going to give full prediction uh, for playoffs, include from wild card to divisional to championship game to Super Bowl. Um, next week, if I do get a chance while I'm – on the road, I'll maybe still post something for actual division round predictions for who actually is in it. Otherwise, uh, I won't be able to, but we'll see. Um, but you will get – I'm giving uh, my Super Bowl winner prediction in this episode. It took me time to think about it, but I have a prediction, and we'll see what happens. Let's kick off the national championship game because this is not much to recap. This was a major blowout to the extent – that it's as if, as if TCU never left Glendale, Arizona, where they beat Michigan in the in the uh, college football playoff semifinal game in the Fiesta Bowl. They sixty-five to seven. They didn't leave Glendale, Arizona. Not even Kate went back home to Fort Worth, Texas, where their college is, and then and just got stuck there. No, no, no. They didn't even leave Arizona. This game was over early second quarter, basically, if not middle second quarter. I only was watching this game longer than that because they had. I'm a Marvel person, and I, they had like a Marvel trailer after the third quarter. That's the only reason why I watched longer than I probably would have if not for that. This game was over by the second quarter. The funniest part about this game, and I do want to mention this, is that 
TCU got the ball first. That's not the funniest part. Uh, their first quote-unquote offensive snap after the kickoff, false start, move it back five yards. Jo- they went three and out on the, in the end. Georgia gets the ball. Their quote-unquote first snap is also false start, which I was just literally laughing when that happened. Uh, Georgia didn't even do anything, but this was all Georgia all game long. TCU had one nice play on their drive that led to the touchdown, but Georgia dominated them. TCU turned over the ball three times, including two picks from Dugan. They just were awful. And it was so bad at halftime that Sonny Dykes, the head coach of TCU, apparently said to his teammates like you that you haven't even shown up in this showed up at this game, showed up yet in this game. That's how you know it's bad. That's how you know how bad last night's game was. The fact that their coach was literally saying you haven't even showed up. That's bad. Uh, crazy stats from this from uh, the results. Tied for most points, a team has scored over scored against an AP top five opponent. Uh, it's not always been based on college football playoff. Uh, ranking, so that's why they say specifically AP top 25 opponent ever. Stenson Bennett combined for six touchdowns, four passing, two rushing, tying with Joe Burrow for most in a, I think it's in a championship game or the college football playoff game. Uh, Burrow, who did it in 2019-2020, had six, I think it was five passing, one rushing uh, against Clemson in uh, his one national championship uh, in his career. And this was the largest margin of victory in a bowl game ever. That's all I'm going to say on this game. Georgia whooped TCU 65-7. to There's nothing more to say about this game. Uh, I will also add something. I'm not going to say who the content creator was. But there's a content creator I watch uh, who on Twitter after the game was literally like, TCU was so bad they literally should just get demoted down to like Division three or like the lowest tier. Which, that's a little bit bold. I mean, like, they stunk, but that's a bit low blow. That's a blow, low blow. Like, very low blow. I don't know if I'd go that far. They were bad. I don't think it was that extent of Division three. Demote them down, I can maybe make a case for it. I mean, 65-7. to seven, They basically made the committee regret putting TCU in. Ugh. That's all I'm going to say on this game because that's it's just there's nothing more to say um yeah tcu got whooped and i look like a fool for even thinking this game would even be close and it was nowhere near it moving on fl week 18 i'm only gonna go over games for the most part except for one where uh a team had a clinching scenario on the line where they clinched uh i'll mention teams that didn't end up getting spots uh, those respective spots, but I'm only going to go over clinching scenarios except for two cases where they had to be mentioned. Uh, well, really three, but the third one's not going to be a big time mention, more of just a little mention. Kansas City Chiefs clinched a one seed by whooping the Raiders 31 13. It was all Kansas City. Uh, their win clinched a one seed for them. The craziest part about this game was. Randomly during the game, they tried this wacky, like, way, don't like making rounding circles during a huddle, like, in the late into the game, and then, like, come out with his funky, uh, 
uh, formation. And actually, at first, they had gotten a touchdown, but it was called back on a clear's day. I think it was holding or something on their line. They scored on the next play, but it was just hilarious to see like them pulling that off. But I said to other people, and I knew this at the moment, if there's any team that could pull that off, it's Kansas City because they could get a, they get away with anything and everything this year. And Patrick Mahomes is probably going to be MVP this year. Uh, so, yeah, the Chiefs won that game and got the one seed. Josh Allen, 37-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown. Seals AFC South for the Jaguars in 20-16 win over the Titans. Uh, it was Titans early. Jaguars got that fumble return recovery for a touchdown. Got them the win. <laughs> Titans actually got the ball one last chance. And on fourth and, like, I forgot what the distance was. They threw a check down, which is basically throw to a receiver that's like within, like right near you, or like behind, right behind you, or like very close, not like like a kind of sideways pass. And to be doing that on fourth down, that's bad. And I'll even say this: there's a content creator who's a Titans fan who I watch. Shout out RBTA. Uh, Great content creator. He's more, mostly mad, and sometimes I'm be the show. And he streamed the game after that checkdown. He didn't even wait for the game to be over. Once that checkdown play happened, he just ended stream. And honestly, if I was a Titans fan streaming that game, I would have done the same. Shut it out, down after that because that was just a terrible play call. I don't even know what they were thinking. But anyways, Jaguars won the AFC South. Titans are eliminated from the playoffs. Jason Sanders, 37-yard game. Go-ahead field goal. Send Miami to the playoffs with 11-6 win over the Jets. Uh, they got a safety also at the end, but the field goal was what sealed it. This game was rough early on. Uh, it was like field goal for field goal, and it was 6-6 for a while. And the Dolphins end up winning. Uh, Patriots lost to the Bills. Uh, we'll get to that game in a moment. The uh, Steelers beat the Browns badly, uh, but it didn't matter because Miami had won, which eliminated both New England and Pittsburgh. Uh, speaking of New England game, Naheem Hines had two kick return touchdowns in this game. 96-yard uh, opening kickoff touchdown, which part of me thinks that was like intentional that the uh, Patriots gave it to them. And then a 101-yard kick return touchdown later to lead the Bills to a 35-23 win over the Patriots. The Eagles getting Jalen Hurts back this week. They did get him back this week, and I think that is A, big in general for the playoffs, and B, because they clinched the one seed by winning and get got the NFC East. Uh, got both with a 22-16 win over the New York Giants, who the Giants were resting their starters. Uh, Dallas got blown out the door by the Commanders. The game was over once Dak threw a pick six uh, early in the second quarter, and it wasn't even much of a contest. Uh, Dallas is still in the playoffs, but they don't get the division more first round by. Uh, San Francisco did win, but it didn't matter because Philly won. Uh, uh, Minnesota won, but I don't think they were even much of a factor uh, for the one seed anyways. Uh, Atlanta, for the first time ever, have beaten Tom Brady. I think it was like 11-0 before that. Uh, they ended up winning this game. I think it was like 17-10 or something. Uh, but finally beat Brady first time ever. And the Seahawks, after their overtime win over the Rams, and the Lions beating the Packers off of Kirby Joseph, game-sealing interception off Aaron Rodgers, send the Seahawks to the playoffs 
as Lions beat the Packers 20-16. The Seahawks win, eliminated the Lions, and then the Lions beating the Packers, eliminated the Packers. And that is my Week 18 recap. This week in predictions, I went 8-8, eight and eight, which is okay. Not one of my best weeks, but not, one of my, not the worst. And for regular season predictions this year, I went on the podcast. I went 164, 105, and 2. I'm pretty happy with that. 500 record. I'm satisfied. Playoff bracket. I'm not going to go over the divisional standings because at this point it doesn't matter. Uh, But I'm just going to go over the playoff picture and then I'll get into prediction. So the one seed is the Chiefs. They have a first round bye. Two seed is the Bills. Three seed is the Bengals. Four seed is the Jaguars. Five seed is the Chargers. Six seed is the Ravens. Seven seed is the Dolphins. In the NFC, the Eagles have a first round bye as the one seed, which I think is big with them with Jalen Hurts just coming back. I think it will help him with his health having an extra week off. Niners are the two, Vikings the three, Buccaneers the four, Cowboys the five, Giants the sixth, Seattle Seahawks the seventh. That is what the playoff picture looks like. And now into my full predictions for who I think is going to win the Super Bowl this year. And it took me some time on some of these picks. Some of these picks I kind of just were ready to like say flat out who I think is going to win. Seahawks at 49ers kicks off wild card weekend this coming Saturday at 4.30 on Fox uh, in San Francisco. It's going to be Brock Purdy's first ever postseason start. I think it might even be Geno Smith's also. I think so. Uh, I have. I don't think Se- Seattle's been pretty good this year, but I don't think they're going to be able to handle San Francisco. I have a San Francisco beating Seattle on Saturday. And the other Saturday game will be the five-seed Chargers facing the four-seed Jaguars, 8-15 on NBC from Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville, Jaguars have a great story, but to be honest, I think the Chargers are the better team. And I have the Chargers beating the Jaguars and advancing to the divisional round. Sunday kicks off 1 p.m. on CBS. No Nickelodeon games this year for Wild Card Weekend. I don't know if that regular season way took it away, season game took it away, or I don't know. But either way, uh, but it kicks off with the seven seed Dolphins facing the two seed Bills. 1 p.m. on CBS on Sunday. I think if I think Buffalo is going to win this game either way, and I'll even go as far as say this: if Tua doesn't play. Miami could lose as bad, if not close to, could lose close to as bad as the TCU Georgia score uh, with Buffalo winning. I think Buffalo's going to win either way, but if no two, they could end up getting obliterated by the Bills. Uh, and I'm just going to leave it at that. But I have the Bills winning the game either way. 4.30 on Fox on Sunday is going to be the six-seed Giants at the three-seed Vikings. I have the Vikings winning that game. I think it could be an intriguing game. I could see the Giants winning as well. They're a great story this year. And I think Dable is going to be coach of the year. But I think it's going to be the Vikings winning this game. And then to close off Sunday, not the full playoffs, because there is Monday night game that I will probably be missing. I'm going to be missing actually most of these games. Uh, six seed Ravens at the three seed Bengals, 8-15 on NBC. I have the Bengals, especially... And I think even if Lamar's there, I think Cincinnati will still win. But we still don't know if Lamar's playing. The Ravens were even playing with uh, their third string QB this week, Anthony Brown, because Tyler Huntley was injured. Uh, 
And this game is not a coin flip to decide who's home because the Bengals beat the Ravens this week, which confirmed it was not going to be a coin flip no matter what. And then Monday Night Football, the game I'm thankful to be missing because I will probably be between tour or dinner or and tour, dinner, and Lakers game uh, while this game goes on. LA time because LA time is three hours back. Uh, I'm gonna is gonna be cap, five seed Cowboys at the four seed Buccaneers eight fifteen on ESPN on Monday. I have the Buccaneers winning that game after Dallas got obliterated against the Commanders. I don't see them getting past the wild card round. Sorry Cowboys fans, but that's how I view it. That's my wild card predictions, but I'm gonna keep going because I have through the Super Bowl. So divisional round per the way I have it, it would. Uh, the, by the way, how it works is the one seed faces the lowest winner seed, and then the other two are head-to-head. So for the way I have it, it would be one seed Chiefs hosting the five seed Chargers and the two seed Bills hosting the three seed Bengals. So between the Chiefs and the Chargers, I think Kansas City is going to win. Uh, I think they're just going to be too good for uh, at the Chargers. And between the two seed Bills and the three seed Bengals, I think the Bills will win this game. I think it would be a very intriguing game and a close game, but I think Buffalo would win. Uh, that's the AFC in the divisional round. The NFC in the divisional round between the 49ers and the Buccaneers, I don't think this is going to be much of a contest, especially after how the first one went. Give me the Niners, even with Brady's experience, I don't think they're going to be able to handle San Francisco's defense uh, in this in that kind of case scenario. And then Vikings as the three seed facing the two seed Eagles, I think the Eagles will win that one. AFC Championship game. I would have it between the Chiefs and the Bills. This would be a neutral site game uh, because that's how it's going to work with how the whole DeMar Hamlin thing unfolded, which, by the way, he's gotten a lot better. He actually is on his way back, or if not, is back in Buffalo. He was taken out of the hospital. He was actually, he actually, I think either it was giving or getting or got, got uh, gifts for the ICU workers that helped him out with his case scenario, which is very nice of him. Uh, fundraiser went way beyond I think a lot of people were thinking and it just shows dedication to the community I think Buffalo uh, will win would beat Kansas City and would make it to the Super Bowl even with it being neutral site and in the NFC it would be the Eagles of the 49ers and I think the Eagles having playoff I think I think San Francisco having to rely on Brock Purdy who has no playoff experience will hurt them to some extent throughout the playoffs and in my case scenario, the most in the NFC Championship game, and I have Philly. So my Super Bowl prediction is Eagles and the Bills at the Cardinal Stadium. I have the Eagles winning. So my Super Bowl victor is the Philadelphia Eagles. Could I be way off? Yes. Could I be correct? Close? Yeah. We'll see what happens. That is my Super Bowl prediction. Let me know your prediction in the live chat or comments. Let me know what you think of mine. Um, but that's what I think for the playoffs. So, last part of the episode, MLB Weekly Recap. Uh, any notes since the last episode, which there actually have been a few. Uh, Rafi Devers, well, first had avoided arbitration with the Red Sox, and then he signed an 11-year, $331 million contract with the Red Sox, which I think it's big for Boston to get, get keep him. Uh, hopefully they add more or figure out whatever they're going to be doing there. Uh, Cubs signed Eric Hosmer. I am just like, I think it was like a one-year deal. I forget how much it was, but it was just like first Bellinger, now Hosmer. Like two people are struggling as heck. Both on one-year deals, but it's just like really. Uh, Carlos Correa 
not signing with the Giants, not signing with the Mets, and is actually going back to Minnesota on a six-year, $200 million contract, has a vesting option that can max out to $270 million, pending a physical still, but it looks like not Minnesota, not San Fran, not the Mets, back to Minnesota instead. Uh, Brandon Belt signed a one-year deal with the Blue Jays. Johnny Cueto signing a one-year deal with Marlins. Corey Dickerson signing a one-year deal with the Nationals. Uh, Gene Segura to the Marlins. And I think that's mostly it. I just Oh, also for NFL news, Roquan Smith and the Ravens agreed on a five-year extension worth $100 million. Um, just want to make sure I'm not missing any other uh, baseball news. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, and that's it for MLB Weekly Recap. Uh, one last thing before I go and wrap up this, this episode I do want to say, um, with Super Bowl coming up, after the Super Bowl, there's going to be a two-week gap between Super Bowl and World Baseball Classic. And I just want to uh, let you guys know what I plan to do for those two weeks. And I also want your input for one of those weeks. So, the week of the Super Bowl, I would still have Super Bowl week recap. But I'm thinking of doing another NFL year in review this year, hopefully with a guest. But someone gave me an idea to do a little bit of a twist. And instead of doing a just flat-out team, but to grade every team based on a position. So, like, I could do a QB or wide receiver or running back or defensive position. Uh, Let me know what you guys think about that in the comments and live chat. I love input. I'm definitely down to do it. I have not found a guest, but I'm hoping to get one. If you, if you guys have a guest you want me to have on for it, let me know. Uh, maybe I'll have Levy back on again. That would be nice. Um, not sure yet. We'll see what happens. Still got a while, but wanted to give an update. And then the other week, well, aside from there's going to be USFL also uh, after the Super Bowl. Uh, no, sorry, not USFL, XFL. USFL is going to be in the spring. XFL is going to be right after the Super Bowl. Uh, I think starts the 14th of uh, Jan- February or something. I forgot the exact date. Um, but I will be. I hope to be covering that. And then the following week, which is the last week before WBC, I'm hoping to do a World Baseball Classic preview. And there's actually someone I would like to have on as a guest of the pod for the podcast for preview. Uh, go into deep look into like the teams, who to look out for, dark horse candidates of teams and kind of give like a two per people perspective prediction for WEC. Uh, there's someone I am looking, I haven't contacted him yet, but there's someone I'm looking to have on. Uh, he's actually been who I've been relying on for WEC news uh, for a while now on Twitter. Uh, he does not have a YouTube channel, just has Twitter, Sean Sprawling on Twitter. Go check him out. If you want to be updated up to date with WEC news, uh, he does talk about other stuff, but it's mostly world baseball classics news. Uh, he's even put out power rankings. He's put up videos about certain teams for the WEC. Great, great uh, content creator. Might actually start YouTube soon, and I would love to have him on the podcast to help do that. And then we'd go straight into World Baseball Classic uh, and other stuff. But that is my plan, just to give an idea. And as next week's episode of the podcast, so let's wrap things up.
Thank you so much for watching this week's episode of Benny and the Boost Podcast. On the episode in two weeks, we will go over both wildcard and divisional round playoff recap. We will have MLB news that happens between now and then and anything else. And I guess maybe in between a live play-by-play of the NFL postseason game for divisional round. Thank you so much for watching and listening. If you are new on YouTube, leave a like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on the bell so you're notified when I go live and or post a video. If you are new on audio, follow the podcast, leave a review, and hit the notification bell so you're notified when I post them there, which is soon after I post on YouTube. Thank you so much for watching and listening, and I will see you in next episode, episode 63, and or live play-by-play for a divisional round playoff game. Otherwise, see you then. Bye-bye.